Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Seems like it's one of the most difficult things for people to do, and that's finding that right person, attracting love into our lives. And yet so many struggle with it. They're always, uh, they're into the dating game, and they're going out with one person, and it's the wrong wrong fit, or another person, and they don't have the same appetite or the same likes or dislikes. And they, you know, so many people are spending so much of their life, so much energy, so much effort in trying to find that right person. And uh, it just seems like it's an impossible task. Hey, Megan. Hi. Hello. How, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Great. We're talking about attracting love into your life today. That's something that maybe you know something about. Oh, I do. I I love people and I receive love. I have great relationships, but uh, not for not for not attracting it. <laughs> well, you're, you're an expert. You've done, by the way, I'd have to say that I think you did a good job. I think so. I attracted you. (laughs) You did, and and vice versa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is a podcast about Kinetic Belief at kineticbelief.com. I'm Stephen Canyon, and we're so excited to be back with you today. And uh, the topic is attracting love into your life, one of my most uh, favorite topics, because I think it it appeals to so many people on so many different levels. And uh, a lot of folks believe that attracting love is just dealing with a spouse, someone a life partner but um you know it goes in a lot of different directions so many directions it can affect any relationship love can come in many 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 forms hey you know start small you can attract a dog into your life you know that's right (laughs) any kind of love is love unconditional love is the key you know we were talking just before we got started today and you you were bringing up some interesting statistics, some things that I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Where are you getting those numbers from? Well, I, I read a few articles in preparation for this podcast, and the numbers were a little shocking to me. I knew that I had heard that loneliness was sort of an epidemic with millennials, and then, you know, it, but it's not just millennials. It went all the way up to senior citizens. Um, yeah, a few of those statistics, uh, according to a 18 survey, uh, was by the economist it said that more than two in ten adults so that's 22 percent um in the united states and the uk they say they're always or often feel lonely and they just don't have companion companionship they feel left out they feel isolated i just thought that was a really high number um of people who are genuinely feeling these things every day. Well, you know, as we start looking at some of those percentages and numbers, obviously there are some uh, uh, common sense things that immediately come into mind. Like, you know, uh, I'm just lonely. I haven't had a new friend in five years. Well, where have you been in five years? Well, I've been in my house. I don't go anywhere. I don't, I'm, I'm just on the internet. I just watch Hallmark. The I'm cleaning just, lady won't talk to me. Anymore. Yeah. And, and, you know, are you, okay. There's the, the practical remedy. And that is, first of all, get your rear end out of the house and go out and, and uh, make yourself available. But that's so far Absolutely. from what we're going to be talking about today. It's that not is, yeah. a sense, it's not just availability that attracts that perfect person into your life. Well, I think it's always good to go beyond the really obvious stuff that we all know about. You know, okay, I need to go out and try to meet people. Uh, thanks for that huge piece of wisdom, Steve. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Aren't you, don't, you need to talk to people on the bus. Oh, that's good. Okay. Signing Just off. Pick uh, up a hitchhiker. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't you do it. We, uh, you know, we need like a legal disclaimer. <laughs> like, do not pick that's up. That's not a, a bad idea. Do not pick so, up a hitchhiker. Yes. Uh, just sign right here and then you can listen to today's oh, podcast. Oh my word. You know, well, and I think attracting love into your life is a huge topic and then I think when you sort of combine it with these statistics of loneliness, it means that, hey, we need to address this. We need to talk about this. This matters. This is important. Um, 
something else I read recently that they have discovered that loneliness and being isolated actually activates cellular degeneration. It causes these horrible, it makes you way more susceptible to diseases and and it lowers your immune system uh we need each other we We all need to be loved and we all need to love and it's not what is somebody doing for you it's what are you doing for somebody else is first of all unconditionally loving somebody and then guess what you're you begin the process of attracting that unconditional love back into your life i had a friend one time and and uh, she had a new boyfriend, and, and they, I think they were getting engaged, or I can't remember why I asked, but um, I said, well, why, why do you love him? And she said, well, he just, he just does so much for me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, that Burn. sounds... <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Wrong answer. Okay. We're Wrong not friends answer. anymore, by the you way. You know, but that's the same thing as somebody saying, well, they just make me happy. Yeah. Well, you know, you're responsible for your own happiness. You are responsible for that love mechanism on the inside of you and being enhanced and, yes. and attracted to someone. Uh, and, and at the same time, that attraction goes both ways. And that's what we are going to be talking about is how kinetic belief, the law of attraction, works into bringing that perfect person into your life. There is somebody that absolutely was made for you. And, and not just not just as a spouse, but it, it also goes into friendship. Mm-hmm. There are people that are made to be friends of yours. And they are there to enhance your life, to edify you, encourage you, and celebrate you. All those things that you are worthy of being and becoming. The same thing that you should be doing for other people. And, and here's another thing. What is it? Uh, and, and you said this so eloquently one time. Uh, um, how, did you, how did you put that? And uh, you said, oh, and you are, uh, what is it? I don't know what you're is talking something about. about you're, you're a, a bitch. If, <laughs> oh, is Car- karma is only a bitch if you are. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Say it again. What? Karma's only a bitch Karma. if you are. <laughs> only if you are. And, you know, there's so much truth to that. In that, oh, yeah. um, that's the kind of you person get what that you, give. you will absolutely attract a person that is uh, wrong for you if uh, you are. Uh, Putting out those bad vibes. Wrong for them. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It absolutely makes sense. And I always think of it um, as it's as if let's pretend like we can all fly. And once you get into to a certain um, altitude, you're on the same altitude with with other beings, other creatures. And, you know, you can't meet the person that's on a specific altitude unless you're there. And that's also why it's important, I think, to not just take any friend that just comes along or any relationship that comes along you know love yourself enough to know what you want and to attract that specific type of relationship that specific type of person that is you know in agreement with what you what you want what you're looking for so attracting love into your life it begins with understanding the principles of the law of attraction how kinetic belief works and you have to become a student of uh, kinetic belief in order to begin practicing it and the first thing that i would say to uh, to someone looking for that right person to come into their life is to take a deep breath stop trying so hard and stop trying to be something that you're not and that's what most people do is they they head right out of the gate um they put a wish into their walk and they think, okay, I'm going to go attract, attract that perfect person today. I've got to have the right makeup. I've got to say the right things, do the right things, look the right way, walk a certain way. And then, you know what, when it comes time to for conversation, remember to say that I'm an architect or I'm going to, I'm going to go to school to become a doctor and all these fake things that you're not attracting the perfect person into your life if you're following these suits. You've got to let go of all of that. So let's let's get back. Let's go to the basics here. Mm-hmm. And let's understand how the law of attraction works, how kinetic belief works, and so that we can get busy about attracting the perfect person into our lives, somebody that's going to enhance um, our life experiences, someone that's going to be a blessing to you. Somebody that's not going to just, you know, it's not just about looks and it's not, not just about looks. It's about, it's about being the perfect person on the inside that matches that uh, perfected version of yourself. So it all begins with you. 
it's all going to begin with the authenticity of who you are and that source of, of uh, recognizing that original source of who you are coming in contact with that. And that's another thing. If you don't know who you are, there's no way you're going to be able to attract the perfect. If you're fake to yourself, there's, you're going to attract someone that's not correct for you. Well, and I love that you've started already by talking about authenticity, because if you don't know yourself and more importantly, love yourself, then who wants to be friends with that? I mean, right. <laughs> who wants yeah. to be friends with somebody who didn't even like you don't like you why would someone else like you you know loving yourself is always going to be that first step that's the first step and it's, it's it is impossible to attract the perfect person into your life if you're not being authentic yeah. and a lot of times that begins with you know you've got to go back a, a pretty good distance to find out or to be honest enough with yourself that you're you're looking around and going you know what I'm living someone else's life mm, Wow. my yeah. appearance is has been has been designed by someone else even the decorations in my apartment or my house it's not what I it's not who I am that's a slow fade I'm driving a car that looks like uh you know my it's a car that my sister would have driven or (laughs) or somebody else down the road and and they they said oh I like that car and you go oh they like it so I guess I'll get one for myself that that color or the whatever it is yeah and that's a that's a really slow fade those kind of things just sort of creep in and take over very slowly over many many years and you wake up one day and you go who the heck is looking at me in this mirror I don't even know this person anymore yeah so if you've allowed other people to decide who you are or what you look like or who you are uh what you're emulating today then uh you're going to have to start there and go back to the very beginning and and ask yourself honestly um, am I is am I portraying the person that I feel like I am? Do, am I happy in this, uh, the essence of who I am representing myself to be? And if the answer to that is no, you got some work to do before you start attracting anybody. Because if you if you start attracting from the wrong place, you're going to attract the wrong thing, and then you're really up the creek. There's a great Abraham Lincoln quote, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, but um, he said, if you give me six hours to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the first four sharpening the blade. That's good. And this that's all this is. This is all foundational. Foundational. You have to, because when you start looking at yourself and making your own decisions, then all of a sudden you can become sort of your, your biggest fan. You know, something that uh, a lot of people will say is is they'll say something like, you know, well, I just uh, I'm not who I was when I was 20 years old or I'm not now who I was when I was 25 or when I'm 30. How do I know? I don't know who I'm going to be when I'm 30 years old uh, because my tastes are always changing. My the things that I like are always. Well, first of all, if that's true for you, then you weren't authentic when you were 20. You're not authentic when you're 25 because the essence of who you are will never, ever change. Your core. That core of who you are. So if you're finding these abrupt changes, all that means is you're, you are going through the journey of life trying to find yourself, and you've not yet taken time away from the noise of the world to be honest enough with yourself to say, these are my likes. This is what I was here to create. This, these are my aptitudes. Um, this is what I'm attracted to. And all those questions, you've got to be honest enough with yourself. And then guess what? You, that person will mature and will change into a, 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 a maturing person representing the same person, but at different levels of maturity all of your life. That's a wonderful point that your core, your core is never really going to change. Right. That you're just sort of, you know, building on, like we just said, this foundation. Um, another recent Cigna survey um, revealed that half of Americans always or sometimes feel alone. However, the shocking number is that a full 54% said they always or sometimes feel that no one knows them well. And I think that goes hand in hand with what you just said, because if you don't know you well, how can anyone else get to know you? You're not putting off the true self. Be true to yourself and you cannot be false to any man. Well, that's it. That's the key.
That's step one. Step one. So let's say then that we've done that. Okay. This is quick. All right. Congratulations. You know you're yourself. moving on. <laughs> Yay. We're all true to ourselves now. I'm like, give me a minute. <laughs> give me a minute. All right. You've taken it. Now here we are. Oh my goodness. So now, now that we're at this place, let's say now we've fully decided what it is that, uh, that we like the the kind of who we are it it begins again with that self-love you're loving yourself now you are happy with who you are you found that inner peace you're walking in that you're being true to yourself and so now you know what you want to attract and so what you're going to do is you begin to form the highest conception of the person that you are capable of imagining that it is visually articulating the thing that you are attracted to. And now you make that conception of that person, you make it a thought form and you hold that thought form and you mature it and you, you massage that thought form, hold on to that form as a fact. You hold on to it as a fact, as the, the, the real essence, the real truth about yourself, the real truth about who you are attracted to. And is, this is probably somebody that you've not even met before. Okay. And it's, and I'm not talking about a picture that you're putting on your refrigerator. You are holding onto a thought form of a personality. You're working that personality. And, 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 and also I would say, make sure that you don't think that it's too high of a bar. Don't make exceptions. Don't say, yeah, well, they can't always be happy. So I'm going to give in a little bit. No, don't do that. Have that highest absolute standard, that thought form of the person that you believe it to be and believe in that, visualize that, hold on to that. That becomes your statement of belief. Now that kinetic belief, the substance of what you're going to begin to hope for and the law of attraction will begin manipulating the environment, manipulating your sphere of influence and and start bringing that person the substance of that person into your life that already exists now you're not going to create create a man that doesn't exist you're going to you're going to begin attracting that person into your life and someone that's not only good for you but you're good for them and so that statement of belief is something that you're going to have to hold on to and you do this morning noon and night now this is something you're working on and this is something you're going to begin holding fast to with that statement of belief and then the action that you begin taking taking toward that statement of belief is going to be you're going out and you're open to suggestion you're open to this person showing up in your life and you're grateful for that and you begin being thankful for bringing this person in your life as you continue to visualize and uh, hold on to the statement of belief and continue to to uh, materialize that thought form as a fact and uh, bringing that into your life something that you started off with was talking about not excuse me not compromising your standards and i love that because it's sort of the perfect step number two because step one is getting yourself right and that means that you are your standard you Mm -hmm. are your new standard right which is so cool right because a lot of times we'll hold ourselves to well it can go either way but sometimes you'll let people that you want relationship with off the hook so to speak. And now that you have, you know, this perfect image of who you are and who you want to be and who you want them to be, it all comes together. That's really cool. Well, and let's make sure that we clarify one thing, that there is no one that is perfect, but there is a person who is perfect for you and that you are perfect for them. So the word perfect, and, and I prefer using the word perfected. Yeah. perfected you you have a person who is perfected being perfected that is that's going to come into your life that you can enjoy the advances enjoy the valleys enjoy the the highs and the lows and to go through this life with that's this the essence of their character the genuineness and authenticity of who they are and their love for you when you're going through this process of of attracting relationship I feel like one of the biggest obstacles would be sort of this um, paranoia about attracting 
relationships and they seem like they're good, but then you feel like, oh, I, I, you, how can you really know? I don't really know them or how can they really know me? I mean, it, it, a lot of times, if you've, especially if you've been burned in the past by relationships. Well, this is one of the things where you're crossing over the threshold of understanding what, first of all, love is. And there's two different types, there's two different kinds of love that people work within the framework of. And one of them is correct and one of them is not. And the one that's not is that one that says, um, what are you going to do for me? Mm -hmm. That's an incorrect kind of love. Are you going to make me happy? Are you going to provide for me? Are you, all of these, all of these um, are, are things that someone's going to have to achieve for you. And if it doesn't fit into the category of unconditional, they will never make you happy. Happiness comes from within. Just like a person who is offended is someone that has decided to become offended. Mm. You can't offend me no more than you can make me happy. Now, there's circumstantial happiness Mm -hmm. that absolutely will come with that perfect relationship, that perfected relationship. But you're looking for the puppy in the window that you can unconditionally love. It doesn't matter if if uh, if they like your cooking or not. You're unconditionally <laughs> loving this person because of who they are, not because of who you who they should become to to feed your ego to, or to satisfy make you some happy. need you have. That's a that's a great point, and and it seems like that that authenticity and and you know not making them basically fill all the holes that you're missing that would give it longevity legs to just be this really wonderful beautiful long-term relationship right and something you said a minute ago was um excuse me how do we how do i hold on to this and and it not becomes a a disappointment later on Mm -hmm. um anything that's fear-based is not going to work that's good it can if there's fear in this lasting if you have fear you're gonna have to deal with the fear and close your ears to all adverse suggestions if you've got a friend in your life and they're going to become now a good friend let's let's um let's uh, underscore this first of all a friend is someone that you're also in love with same sex just like a dog you love this person unconditionally but they they're filling a role of of being a friend of yours a supporter someone that's edifying and encouraging you celebrating you championing you And that also goes for a new relationship that would come into your life. And this is where it gets to be really tough for a lot of people is, you know, you got your best girlfriend, you you guys have grew up together, and then all of a sudden you fall in love with a man and your girlfriend becomes jealous of the relationship. And so she begins to speak little adverse things into your life about this man, hoping to break it up. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be faced with a difficult uh, task of setting some new boundaries mm-hmm. for the existing relationship so that you can bring the, the new relationship into your life. That's good. Um, boundaries is going to be a huge part of, I think, taking relationships along with you if, if they're capable of that. Do you think you mentioned fear in relationship? Do you think fear is a, a self-fulfilling prophecy? Well, fear is self-fulfilling in the way that you will attract the thing that you fear. The law of attraction works in both ways. Things that are good for you, the substance of that, will you will attract into your life by holding on to that, yeah. to that by faith, you're that focused good on belief. It. You're focused on yeah. it. Yeah. And the same works with the thing that you fear. There is a substance to that thing that you fear, and you draw that into your life, and uh, it will come against you. And just like the thing that you're hoping for will come for you, the thing that you're in fear of will come against you. That's a that's a great segue into this next statistic that I that I read um, in a UK census. It says that loneliness is the number one fear of young people today. They actually fear that more than a terminal illness. Loneliness, which it, it's perfect. It matches perfectly with what you just said that. You know, their fear is going to perpetuate loneliness. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's and going to so bring the, it in. That person that's fearing loneliness will continue to attract loneliness, just like you said. Listen, you're we're, you're here at the point of of dreaming, and dreaming of the perfect person, a perfected person to come into your life that's going to be a blessing to you, that's going to enhance your life, and that you'll enhance theirs. Then that you can unconditionally love. Now, we have to understand the necessity 
also for action, an action in realizing that vision of the person that you're trying to attract into your life. You've got to, bringing that thought form into manifestation. In other words, if you're not there to receive them, if you're not showing up somewhere, then obviously um, they're, they're not going to, well, maybe, maybe it's... Uh, the Amazon delivery guy knocking on your door. I don't know that the chances <laughs> that are probably you're limiting yourself, yeah. but you need to get out. You need to go somewhere you haven't gone before. Well, that's action to belief. That's putting that's action to it. That is the kinetic part of this. Yeah. You've got to be moving toward the thing that you're attracting. You've got to be stirring yourself up in that. That's right. It's not just attraction. The kinetic part says that you're moving forward by faith, by belief toward the thing that you're attracting. So it, and, and here's another thing. It really doesn't matter where you go. Now, a lot of people say, well, I just don't know where to go. Go somewhere. Just go and, and also be open to that, to that uh, uh, serendipitous moment that might happen in the park, uh, that could happen um, you know, at the office. It may happen at the, the club, wherever you're going, some new place, some new thing, a restaurant. And just be open to that. And, and I don't mean in a way just somebody's just showing you some attention. But that be open to a person showing up that is all of a sudden in the most unique, tremendous way. Meeting the definition of that thought form mm. that you have already been working on. And you'll know it. You, the, the questions will be removed. Is this the right person or is yeah. it the wrong person? I just don't. You will know because you've already been articulating the thought form of the person that you're attracting. And so it will be like a light bulb going off. I love that. I love that. It's as if you've been studying a, a painting of, of a person. And so when they show up in the grocery store, you go, ah. Oh. That's yeah, them. Yeah, I've been I've way. been seeing them. Or or I love this analogy. You know, you go out to the park and there's a hundred kids in the park, and your kids <laughs> out there on the playground, and you're sitting over on a bench eating your sandwich, and you hear a kid go, "Dad," <laughs> and you immediately know <laughs> that you're that dad. That's funny. <laughs> you recognize the voice of the of the thought form. Yeah. You'll recognize the vision of the vision. Um, do you think that it is required that the person you're believing for and the person that you attract is also a kinetic believer, that they're also functioning under these beliefs, the law of attraction? Well, here's the thing. They, they are functioning under the law of attraction and the, the universal law of kinetic belief. They may not know it. But everybody is always functioning under these principles. They may not have, have got the reins of it yet. And is that important? No, it's not. Would it be important later on? I would say, yeah. This is something you'll probably want to, to um, uh, explore with, with whomever you're partner with in life, without a doubt. If, you, if I was just thinking if you meet someone at a Kinetic Belief conference or event that we hold, then that's not a problem. <laughs> that's right. Come to one of the master classes yeah. and, and you'll be, you'll all be equally yoked yeah. to the same place it's and understand. Turn into a mixer. Right. It sounds like. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, so, I love you it. Know, but when you've made your thought form, that person, I'm telling you, you better become ready on the interior, on the inside of you, uh, because it's, it's going to be just like being shot out of a cannon bag. It just comes so fast and you absolutely recognize that thought form when it shows up. It is not going to be a, a, a mystery to you. It may be to them. But that attraction, oh, my gosh, it, it's so special. And you just know that you know in your knower that this is exactly what you've been looking for. And if you're willing to move towards what you are attracting, it comes quicker than you could ever imagine. It's a very quick process. I think relationship is one of the most fascinating topics that any anybody can talk about because there is nothing more nuanced, intricate. It has it could have history or the future of it or the present because I think it's, you know, for example, I know a couple and they were having these marital problems and it was it was all based in pettiness it was so much pettiness but it was on this strange cycle of pettiness so you know sort of like one petty thing from one would lead to another and another and another and it's almost as if they couldn't get out of this rotation um, I want to talk for a second about attracting a relationship 
the type of relationship into one that maybe already exists because loneliness can be in a marriage loneliness can be in a in a relationship that already has history and that, that already exists and let's talk for a minute about just breathing life into even relationships that maybe you already have well if you first of all if you ever need do you feel like you need or you want to change somebody else stop right there change always begins with yourself if you want to change people around you you change yourself if you want to change the place you work you change yourself that's a whopper it always goes back to <laughs> self stop right now if you think it's your job to change somebody how many times have, have you heard somebody say well i'm i just love him i'm gonna marry him and i can change him oh i can fix him it's i'll fine. fix him i'll get he'll become the man i want him to he'll be she'll become the woman that i the, really want those ladies usually have a southern accent <laughs> <laughs> they don't think. and they're like i'll take care Oh him. my God! <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> Don't do that, though. But you start always start with yourself. Yes. Forget yes. about the actions, be they good or bad, from someone else. You've got to change yourself. Can you do it? Absolutely, you can. And that's that's a great point because not only does it not work, it's just a flat out waste of time. You're not going to change anybody. It's not going to work. So at least when you put yourself, uh, you take yourself out of the victim card and then you put yourself into the driver's seat, at least you can do something then. Well, here's the paradoxical thing about this. The quickest way now, we, we say change yourself, but the quickest way to change someone else is to change yourself. Absolutely. It, it will change everybody around Ripple you. Ripple effect. Because they are actually just responding to you. They're yeah. responding to your, to your uh, fears. They are responding to your anxieties. Mm-hmm. To your jealousy, They're, they are responding to the haste at which you go through life. All yeah. those things are is cause and reaction. That's a great point. Somebody has to break the cycle. Somebody has to. Why not That's you? Right. Yes. Somebody, yeah. you know, if you, when you take responsibility for your role in that relationship, that's, that's absolutely huge. Um, when, you know, I, the, an obvious question for a relationship that's already in motion and that's having difficulties is in the moment of, in these moments of choice, you know, where you have a choice to respond in one way or the other, it's a strong pull. It's a really, because you feel like if I don't say this and this and this, I'm a doormat. I'm gonna, I'm not going to let them walk all over me. Um, you've mentioned before uh, giving the advantage, mm -hmm. and yeah, I just wanted you, you to talk about that well, a little bit. Well, that's sure. You can't, no one can take advantage if you give it. Mm -hmm. No one can walk all over you if you allow them to walk on you. So <laughs> it goes back again to changing yourself and your own self, your perspective of how uh, life is is uh, passing you by, the, where you are in life, and uh, what it, do you have any poise about you? Yeah. Um, how, how are you carrying yourself? Do you react and then regret? Are you one of those, that, are you prone to uh, road rage at home <laughs> <laughs> on the highway of the house? You know, I mean. A road know, rage in my living. Passing in the hallway with the middle finger? I don't know. But if, if those Well, he are cut your, me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, That's funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. Bender, bender. Ro road rage in the living room. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my word. That's so, funny. All those things, but you go. it goes back to controlling yourself. Yeah. And remember that. Poise and, and power are inseparably associated, yes, one with good. the other. So if you want to become empowered, find that poise. Find that ability to stand, having done all else, you continue to stand, mm. loving yourself, mm -hmm. regardless of what anybody says about you, understanding that you are perfectly made, that there are no uh, spiritual birth defects with you, yeah. and that your personality, you've already corrected it, and you know who you are. And so you've all of a sudden you have disengaged all of those buttons that no one can ever push again. They can just sit there and push, 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 and nothing's happening because you've disconnected them. And then the calm and the balanced mind that you're representing, it's the strong and it's it's the great mind. And it's the the but it's the hurried and the agitated one is that is the weak one. So if you find that you're often agitated or you're often in a hurry. Understand that you are representing yourself to be weak-minded and easily victimized by those around you. Would you describe poise as uh, what? Controlling your emotions? Is that 
probably the best definition for it. Yeah, poise just means you are in control. You're in control of your emotions. You're in control of your your feelings or following your emotions. Listen, a person that can control their emotions can accomplish anything in life, yeah. anything at all. Mm-hmm. It's the person that can't control them that is then all of a sudden uh, uh, victimized by their feelings. And people around you know that. If they can get you to feel one way, then they they can control you. And I like what you said, that, that when we... Um, change ourselves that's really what changes everyone around us because if you think about it most people haven't ever even seen examples of a good relationship and so if you're if you're demonstrating to someone how to act and how to show love and how to be vulnerable and yet total be completely strong and poised um, that could very well be the first time they're even having that example set for them Oh, and that's true. And, you know, something else that really will help someone become um, uh, purposefully poised is understanding the power of the law of attraction Mm, and how it works. You're not in this alone. Uh, There is a substance in the universe that is there for you to call upon that is absolutely going to erect a barrier around you of protection. And uh, that self-esteem that begins to rise up on the inside of you uh, is the very thing that empowers the successful kinetic believer, the person using the law of attraction to begin working on their behalf in ways that we can't work. Fear says, I'm responsible for it all. Fear says, I'm responsible for you. Fear says, I've got to get you to act a certain way so that I will enjoy your company. All of that, and it creates an agitated person. Mm. But the faithful, poised person that is uh, uh, sure of themselves understands the power of the law of attraction. And so that person all of a sudden uh, understands also that I'm not going to stop what I have begun here. And I'm purposed before I get out of bed in the morning that I'm stirring myself up in these thoughts of who I am, of of the way that I carry myself through life. And it has nothing to do with the way people are reacting to me, has nothing to do with the way people treat me on the streets and the sidewalks or at work or my boss or my supposed best friend or traffic or anywhere else or mom or sister or brother, the holidays coming up. It doesn't matter if the neighbor's dog barks at me every time it sees me and has seen me for three years and still barks at me. (laughs) None of that matters all of a sudden because you're not carrying the cares of the world anymore. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. It doesn't matter what they say about, uh, you know, all these commercials coming on that, you you know, here's another drug that you should take. And, and that oh, one doesn't work. Take this drug to offset that drug. And, <laughs> but none of this stuff matters yeah. anymore yeah. because you become the center of that perfected love, walking with expectation of the perfected person coming into your life. And that that all seems to just sort of orbit around the fact that we're creators accepting that fact and what role do you think that plays um and just the concept you know conceptualizing relationships where you have one technically you have one universe creator so powerful and you have another one i mean you have two massive uh forces here each person has their own creative power within them um, how does that play into this? All of these human bodies walking around with beings on the inside of them. Every person is a creator. Some are out of control. A few are in control. One percent actually have a destination in mind. The creator of all of the universe. In fact, they've proven this in the laboratory that just before the Big Bang, there was an imagination. And that imagination led to the creation and formation of all that there is in the universe, including all of the creators that are here in the image of the creator. And so understanding who you are and whose you are and what you are able to do, the power and the authority that we have to speak and see something come to pass, the, the power and the authority, the energy, understanding the energy of your imaginings is rearranging what matters in your life, what materializes in your life. And then you add velocity to, to your constructive hopes by trusting all of your instincts regarding feeling good about drawing this perfected love into your life. 
into your sphere of influence. You feel good about it. You know that it's happening and you're willing to wait forever. And by doing so, you'll never wait for long. And so we are empowered as creators, empowered to be able to, again, just to have the energy of our imaginings rearrange all that matters in our life, including our relationships. And those, that's how you manage expectations in this life is by putting an, an expectation on the very thing that you are willing to allow come into your life, just like peace. You know, we've talked about this many times before. Peace does, doesn't just happen to somebody. It's something you, you put pressure on peace being in your, uh, orbit and not allowing anything else to come in and take its place. Peace has a substance to it. I like the word pressure. I like the concept that through kinetic belief and your words, your actions, your thoughts, you can actually apply pressure to for things to manifest. You know, you're actually, you know, forcing this uh, the god particle substance to, to manifest a thing into your life, which makes I think relationships so fascinating like I said because it's you're normally when we manifest something you're manifesting a thing that is attached only to you but a relationship you're actually you know manifesting your creative power is merging with someone else's creative power to ideally create this really beautiful kinship Cre- <clears throat> creating it is, is absolutely the authority that we have as creators you're right here's the thing Never, ever, ever accept things the way they are. Mm, that's good. If you do that, that's just the beginning of the end. Yep. And as long as we have breath in our lungs, we should not be faced with the end. Yeah. Live every day like it's the beginning. Yeah. Take off those proverbial sweatpants of life. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Carl, Carl. uh, Don't put those on again. A fashion designer, (laughs) Carl Lagerfeld said one time, he said, if you (laughs) wear sweatpants, you've given up. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a little extreme because I do like wear those at night. But, but you know, I mean, we all know those little triggers in life. We know the things we do where, you know, you look in the mirror and you you have in a sense given Mm. up. That's Mm -hmm. probably just a whole other part of this too is, you know, presenting yourself, creating a person that you would want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Stylize your expectations. Yeah. That's so good, isn't it? Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, you know, a su- the successful advancement of your expectations where attracting that perfected love into your life, be it a friend or a spouse, um, it, it, it doesn't progress beyond acceptance. And that's why you don't want to just accept whatever shows up, the doormat, like you said. Don't, mm-hmm. don't just accept anything. Create and, and work on the thought form of what your expectation is. And then hold on to that. Hold on to that. And that will absolutely come into your life. See, the action of consenting to some kind of, of negative circumstance while saying, well, you know, it just it is what it is. Don't ever say that mm-hmm. because it will be what it is. <laughs> well, it is and, now. And what it is now. And that doesn't, you know what, that yeah. is a cop out. When you hear somebody say it is what it is, is a flat out cop out. And it's a sad thing for anybody that's a creator to ever say it should be what it should be, not what it is. That's a really powerful point that, you know, make sure that when you're manifesting something that you don't just take something that shows up that kind of sort of maybe looks like what you were manifesting. Oh, it'll do. Oh, it, that'll do. That'll do. do. <laughs> She'll do. She'll, he'll, do. <laughs> he'll do. It'll do. <laughs> it'll do. No, don't well, do I mean, that. you end up with a pet rock, you know? Well, you know, that's, that's just, that's a great point. Well, that's a person that's just lacking the quality of mind that would enable them to imagine the perfected person. That's just right for them. Well, that's why it's important, like you've, gosh, you've just been saying this all day to, you know, just say, say it as if you know you deserve it. You deserve this. Yeah. This beautiful yes. person, yes. you're a beautiful person. You give of yourself. Mm-hmm. You love people unconditionally. You're pouring it out there every day. So that should absolutely be reciprocated. 
Absolutely, that is correct. Because you have within you all the power and all of the authority to call things the way that you want them to be and see that done in your life. The way that you want relations to be. And, and I mean with, the, with your family. Mm-hmm. You have the authority to see the relationship that you would like to have with anybody that's in your life. Anyone that you are, now watch this, granting access to into your life. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. You're enabling Just it. Just because they're showing up doesn't mean that they have the, the, the access or should be. And it's up to you to allow people access or not. Are they edifying you? Yeah. Are they championing you? Are they encouraging you? Uh, and if they are not, if these are if, if these are not happening, that this is something, this is a relationship that you've enabled that you're going to have to fix or you're going to have to cut off access. Remember when um, landlines like first got caller ID? If you're under a certain age, you won't remember this. But do you remember that? I mean, like the phone would ring. Or if you're over a certain age, you or if you're over. It. But you know, landlines. Like, remember that? That was a big deal. Yeah. The yeah, phone would ring, and yes. you knew who was calling. And that just makes me think about what you just said. You know, if you if when people act a certain way, don't you think we should believe them? Look at the caller ID. You don't have to pick up. That's correct. That's a big deal to know who's calling. You don't have to pick up. You don't have to respond. When somebody asks you a question that's out of bounds, you don't have to respond to the question. And we just have these, we just got into the place where so many people go through life with knee-jerk reactions and knee-jerk responses to whatever life happens to deal to them. But nothing, here's the thing, nothing stays the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Relationships, nothing stays the same. And, and while all things remain in motion, it's, on, uh, it's our responsibility to also take responsibility for correct motion and kinetic energy toward the thing that we are hoping to attract into our lives. Uh, because nothing does stay the same. In fact, uh, everything is, is, wants to lay down and die. Everything mm-hmm. wants to just fall apart, rust, uh, have you ever noticed how if a house is abandoned and uh, you come back in a couple of years, the paint's coming off the ceiling, it's uh, the, coming off the walls, the shutters are hanging halfway off the building, and everything's in disrepair, and yet no one's touched it. Nothing stays the same. Mm-hmm. Everything is in the process of decay unless there is a positive influencer there that is bringing in a positive life energy to that thing and that's true with relationships that's great anything good comes with that level of it comes with work you have to put in that it doesn't have to be work but just the creative power the you creative have, power you've got to put a demand on your peace a demand on positivity a demand on being an optimist mm-hmm. because it's not natural to be optimistic so I, I'd be, I'm curious to know how when you are attracting a relationship or you have in the past um how do you prevent yourself from being too picky? Because like you said to start this podcast off, this episode, um, you know, not everybody's perfect. We're all human. How do you not just absolutely, you know, just say you're not perfect? You're not, I mean, you'll end up with no one, basically. Unconditional love takes care of, of all of that. And I guess, Unconditional love. And that's what I mean. Like, how do you balance that with, you know, not being a doormat, not just letting people abuse you, but then unconditional love? Like, where, how do you find that middle ground? Well, if the, you're, first of all, the unconditional love is actually going to be a joy to you, and it's going to enhance the, your, your own peace, and it will be a blessing to you because you went through the process of of creating the thought form of the person that you hope to attract into your life. And when you stir this up and you put an expectation on that faith, the substance of your heart's desire is going to manifest bringing that person into your life and changing your circumstances to where it will become a blessing to you. Without that process, you're right. You're probably going to really be challenged in the area of unconditional love. And uh, you could be finding yourself trying to unconditionally love some monster that you attracted (laughs) into your life. But that's the thing. Kinetic belief will never, ever let you down. Mm. The law of attraction will never let you down. So you've got to roll up your sleeves and get busy with what you are imagining to attract into your life and then trust it. Mm-hmm. Believe it. And like we said earlier, you'll recognize that person. You'll know their voice. You'll know the way you'll know their face. It's that person that you feel like you've always known. You don't know how, but oh my gosh, there's just that something in your soul and in mind. It's just intertwined with one with the other. And, you know, 
I don't believe in the old adage that opposites attract or any of that stuff because it may and it may not. So get rid of all these analogies that said, this is what, this is what grandpa said. I need to look for in a good woman or a good man. You know, does, does she have good teeth? Oh <laughs> does she wear glasses or not? You know, How not, many goats am I getting? <laughs> yeah, well, let's look at the dowry here. Right. <laughs> Where's the reading glass? Yeah, we might want to um, progress our thinking into the century. Of that. You know, don't yeah. check the credit score. Don't do any of these. Get, don't ask for the... Uh, any of that information, just, yeah. just go back to the essence of who you are, yeah. fall in love with yourself, and then create the thought form of the person that, mm -hmm. and, and, and when doing this, and I'm not talking about, again, they need to have this much money in a bank account, they need to drive this kind of car. If you're doing that, then you're still a pretty shallow person. Yeah. Because that has nothing to do with unconditional love and a person that was created for you and you for them because you'll grow together you'll grow old together but you'll also grow in life together mm -hmm. and you'll enjoy and and the ups and the downs it'll be a journey that you're both just absolutely enamored one with the other in so we've talked um quite a bit about holding that image in your mind and and that way that you're working toward manifesting the image that you've been holding of this person. What are some other ways I can just hear people as we're talking going, well, what do I do? Um, where do I go? What do I do? So I want to talk about some more practical applications for manifesting love into your life. What are some really uh, tangible how-tos, you know, I need a to-do list. Okay, let's say I want to start manifesting love today. What, what do I do beyond the, the mental image? Well, beyond the mental image, first of all, you create the mental image. You start there, and then you go into the place of gratitude and thankfulness. I am so grateful to have attracted this perfected person into my life, someone that is made specifically and especially for me. Understanding that, the, you know what, the energy of life, it ebbs and flows, and there's a high and there's a low to it, and it's a continuous thing. But get into that, get into the motion of that. Allow yourself to be free and not be so rigid in the, the tugs and the pulls of life. And to, to feel like you're hurrying and worrying to find that perfect person. Let go of all anxiety. Let go of all of those cares about finding the perfected person and just realize that it's happening and it's, it's happening for you because those are blockers. Those are the kind of things that will keep that person from being able to show up because all of a sudden you're replacing the thing you were hoping for with the thing that you're fearing. Your anxiety is also uh, attracting the thing that you're anxious about and that's no one showing up in your life. Once you're really into the manifestation process of this and you've been uh, holding that mental image for a long time, um, do you think it would be, I mean, is it, let's, I just want to give you an example. Let's say you're believing for this love, this relationship to come into your life uh, and you want to do something toward that belief. And I mean, do you buy an extra movie ticket, you know, with, with the expectation of giving it to this unknown person in mind is that is that crazy that's fun no it's not crazy and you know what I, I tell anybody that suggests those kinds of things is if, if you feel compelled to do that buy the extra movie ticket mm. if you feel compelled to to uh dial a random phone number do it <laughs> i'm serious because yeah. that's the substance of your faith at work yeah. and there is a when you when you create you buy another ticket to go to the movies you're actually creating a vacuum mm -hmm. in the universe for that substance of your hope to be able to come rushing into and fill up that void with the physical presence of the person that you're looking to attract into your life. So adding um, the element of action, um, if you're led to, is, is a great idea. Yeah, you can add it, and but I would also say don't just start buying an extra movie ticket every day. Yeah, uh, your expectations shouldn't linger between um, those two movie movie uh, playings, you shouldn't just go back to the movie theater over and over and over because there is an ebb and flow to life. Mm -hmm. And so be open to think out of the box. Be open for creativity. Creativity rarely repeats itself. Creativity is in that flow and that ebb and it's on that journey of life because there will be these impulses, these unctions that come into your spirit that says, 
stop stop here and go into this grocery store and do your shopping here today instead of where you usually go. That's wonderful. I love the idea of just being sensitive to impulses as you go throughout the day. And that's part of manifesting anything, isn't it? I mean, absolutely. Yes, that's how this works. Anything. You, those that's impulses right. are huge. Because what you're doing is you are try, you're not aligning yourself with the senses. You know, we most people live by the senses, what they hear, what they see, what they feel, what they're told, all these these carnal senses that are we're in, uh, bombarded with every day the 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 flesh part of us the carnal part of us that's what i mean by carnal the senses and we're living by those and, mm-hmm. and being led around by our feelings led about around by just our emotions uh, the problem with that is is your emotions and your feelings change every day mm-hmm. and so if you feel bad i'm going to act bad i'm going to be in a bad mood i'm going to be a miserable person rather than always choosing happiness regardless of the way that you feel you know i've, I've told you before years ago when i first uh I, I began oh my gosh i started with the law of kinetic belief and law of attraction when i was five years old yeah yep. someone inter- introduced me to it i was five i had no reason to doubt them at all and so i did exactly what they told <laughs> faith me faith of do. a child right <laughs> faith of a child and i began attracting these marvelous things into my life very early on uh and i i I used it to heal my body, change my body, grow to a certain height. I used it to teach myself to play the piano and write music and and record with symphonies all this original music that I've gotten right out of the universe. I wanted to be on uh, television, and so I used the law of attraction, and I imagined myself in a sitcom and went on to... Uh, become a kid actor on NBC, the Scrunch Bunch, when I was 11 years old for four years, and just right on through that, and uh, used it to get a horse, two horses, and (laughs) relationships, and all these things all my life, I've been using the law of attraction, and attracting these things into my life. And so, uh, as we begin to form these, these, uh, and and align our, our desires, just beyond the natural way that we feel about certain things each day, we stay above our emotions and not beneath them. And we're able all of a sudden to take charge over the things that we are attracting into our lives. Wow. I love the story. I love all the the stories of attracting anything you can imagine from, from being, even being a child. Actually, I think it'd be easier if we were kids. Faith of a child is so powerful, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, and, but the problem is, is so many of it, we stop dreaming and stop believing. And as soon as we get these border bullies into our lives telling us that we can't do something, that mm-hmm. we shouldn't do it, you'll never amount to anything. It's, well, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and most, most people are just, they're so quick to tell you what you can't do or what you're not allowed to do or... I mean, it's never the it's never the opposite. It's never people aren't going. Or, imagine if they did though. Imagine if it's, everybody's instinct was to go, "Great job, you got this. You're doing." I mean, that would be boy, amazing. That is not the world that we're in yet. No. Anyway, I remember I was 12 years old and I was watching Gilligan's Island, <laughs> and I and you you may have saw you may have seen this episode. Gilligan was flying up above one of the huts. He had built some wings, and uh, yes. Skipper came out and said, "Gilligan, what are you doing?" He said, well, "I'm flying, Skipper," and Skipper said. You can't fly. And Gillian says, I can't. <laughs> and he fell straight he down. He dropped like a rock. I remember that. Yeah. But there's so much truth to that. Tell somebody they can't. And if they believe it, then guess what? They cannot. Right. You're true. You're you're correct. You're right either way. You're no matter always what you correct. Believe. That's right. That's that's huge, isn't it? That and, and that's why it's so important to, you know, we're talking about relationships. And a big part of that is protecting your belief surround you know i've heard from many uh very successful people in many areas that they all say if you if you want to completely transform your life um the quickest way to do that is to change your inner circle to to update your inner circle of friends and people that you're spending all your time and thoughts with change it but then also attract it make sure that again yeah. you're, you're creating the thought form of what that circle looks like make sure it's people and i would absolutely suggest that you find other kinetic believers yes. people that are working on the law of attraction yeah. because then they'll understand that you know what we're going to be positive mm-hmm. i'm here to encourage you to love you unconditionally to celebrate you to champion you and and you know you're doing the same for me well we're going to be in new york and manhattan on january 
January 11th of, of uh, wow, 2020. That that's just gets me. Isn't that crazy? Every time. But we're going to be there if you do want to meet other kinetic believers. 2020. Yeah, 2020. In 2020. It's weird. How do you say that? 2020? That's how you say it. <laughs> 2020. 2020. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, wow. All the movies that they would make about 2020, we were like all in flying cars. <laughs> That's true. That didn't work. Not yet anyway. <laughs> Not <right>? yet. <laughs> no, wow. we're just we're still just taking selfies. Well, it's a master class, <laughs> and it is coming up on January the 11th, and we are going to be announcing. We've actually got a couple of locations that we are toying with, we're back and forth with, and uh, I guess that we will know something here in another week as to where we want to go. Absolutely. Uh, but we uh, tickets are going to go fast, and we will be there uh, doing a master class, and Megan and myself will be there, and I'm really looking forward to being back in New York. It's been been a couple of years now, hasn't it? It has, and it's going to be very cold in January. So this is the perfect time to go. I think it gives us all something to do inside instead of being co- cooped up. We saw something pretty amazing last time we were up there. Do you remember? What did we see? What did we see? Oh, you mean what? where did we go? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... was it? I've never been to a horse race in my entire life, mm-hmm. but the one that we went to was... The Belmont Stakes, and we got to see Justify win the Triple Crown. The Triple Crown. How amazing was <laughs> That's that? That's insane. I can still see it like in slow motion. Oh, I can too. Oh, that, that was, was epic. So cool. I think we attracted that win. You know we did. <laughs> Absolutely. I put all my money on a different horse, though. Well, Steve. It was too obvious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm like, no, this can't be true. This can't be it. This no. isn't going to work. <laughs> actually, actually, we did win a little something. We did. We did. Absolutely. Well, it, That was amazing, and New York is always fun. Uh, so many beautiful people there lots of uh oh we just meet the coolest people anytime we go up there so that's gonna be exciting and then also i want to talk for a quick moment about the um 100 day uh kinetic belief challenge that is going to be available um that's going to be available for christmas you know there's something that we've been doing for a number of years and we've kind of uh i've rewritten it a little bit this time to make it a little more specific to exactly what you're wanting to attract and here's the fun thing is it works it always works this is a 100 day challenge and i don't care if if you're trying to become healed over some sickness or disease if you're trying to attract a, a certain amount of money into your life or a perfected love relationship maybe a new friend or a spouse even Uh, Whatever it is that you're wanting to attract into your life, I highly recommend that this is the challenge, that you get the Kinetic Belief 100-Day Challenge. It's a guided journal. Yeah, it's going to be available on Amazon and then also on the website. Yep, and every day you're guided through the process of journaling your expectations and then watch them mature and manifest and come into your life. Well, I just I think it's a wonderful tool for manifesting anything that you can possibly imagine because so many times you were in this process of manifestation and then all of a sudden you sort of feel like the bottom of your uh, motivation drops out. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. It hasn't shown up yet, and I'm kind of, I mean, I don't know what else to do. Um, and so this sort of just, again, like, it's its a guided journal. It guides you through the thought processes. And I have to say, I've seen a lot of guided journals that maybe they have a quote on one page. This has daily wisdom, daily thought-provoking questions, quotes, um, and it even has a daily gratitude affirmation to help keep you mindful of what you're what you're believing for. I mean, it's really in depth. It's really beautiful. It's a it's an actual transformative process that you're buying into. This is it's really beautiful. Well, I take the actually I take the kinetic believer by the hand, and for 100 days we work on your statement of belief. We work on the action of it, the thankfulness of it, and then visualizing it, and then bringing it right in through to manifestation. It is a powerful journey, and oh my goodness, I love doing it with everyone. And if you're believing for um, positive relationships in your life, you've got us. You've already done it. Yay. Here we are. Hey, we're on <laughs> Monday through Friday with a brand new podcast yes. every day. How exciting is that? Dailies. Oh, my goodness. We just bailed out of the Rockies of Colorado last week. Just and, in time. I mean, we had a... Uh, the proverbial 200-foot <laughs> radius snowball chasing us down that hill. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Just yeah. in time. Uh, winter, she was a coming. She was and, a, and it's there in full force now. And we are now um, on the Carolina coast. It's beautiful. It's, it's warm. It's sunny. It's oh, just, you know, it, it, it's, it's really cool to 
truly be living a life where everything in it you have manifested it's on purpose and I just wanted to say that as a note of encouragement if you're just getting started in this process it gets easier you you do get better at it practice makes perfect um, you can do that you can manifest any life you could possibly imagine with this kinetic belief the, the key is to stay with it. You've got to stay with it. And the way that you stay with it is learn to love yourself unconditionally. Yes. You are so worth it. You are special. You are one of a kind and unique. You are perfected. And you know what? Your desires are there for a purpose. And yes, you've probably been beaten up by so many border bullies, people that are jealous or maybe they don't know why they're doing it, but they beat you down and they've told you that you're just not worthy or you're, you're not bright enough or you should have gone to school longer. You, you're doing the wrong thing with your life. You need to turn off the noise of the world and look on the inside and, and find out, become truthful enough with yourself to say, yes, I am worthy to see my life reach the highest level possible. You are a creator and you were created perfectly in the image of the creator. So love yourself today and just stop taking all of the abuse. And then you'll learn to love other people unconditionally as well and begin attracting great wealth and attracting a perfect health into your life and a peace of mind. Regardless of what the world is doing, you can have that peace of mind and enjoy living present every day for the rest of your life. What a way to go. You know, and uh, we're just excited again to be able to spend our days with you, partial, uh, partially anyway, with the podcast. And uh, remember, you can check out our website at kineticbelief.com or shoot us an email at stephencanyon at ymail.com. Yeah. That works. That works. That sounds perfect. Uh, we're on all of the social media, everything, you know, Facebook, social, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all that's going to be found under Stephen with a V, Canyon, like the Grand Canyon. And I'm excited about this. This Well, oh my goodness. I almost said this week, but we're doing dailies. We're doing dailies. Oh as my goodness. This that's is crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm excited today to attract this perfect relationship and um, even brush up on the current relationships. This has been uh, very powerful and insightful. And again, just it's that perfect step-by-step process. I think as soon as we sign off here, I'm going to go and blog on attracting love into your life. Nice. And uh, so you can go and read some of the uh, the notes from today and uh, add, to, add yeah. to the information. And by all means, if you don't already have it, get it quickly. They're going fast. The the uh, kinetic belief, master of the universe, the 100 day challenge. You need to grab it. You can go on and, and place that order on our website as well. And you know it's good because you're saying you can become a master of the universe. That's a pretty big claim. And this because you are. Yes. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We have to keep stepping into that. Oh, this has just been great. I honestly, I could go all day like this well, i this can just talk with fun. you all day this is so, so fun. much fun listen yeah. uh, we'll see you again tomorrow, tomorrow and i'm stephen canyon we'll talk to you soon again okay all thanks right. bye